taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. Yep, another episode of PPC Rockstars. And uh, it's the first show of the new year, or maybe the second. I can't remember the order in which we're broadcasting these, but it is the new year. And in the spirit of the new year, we have on the show uh, someone whom I haven't met, a new friend. And um, we're going to be talking about conversion rate optimization, personalization, and other uh, optimization topics. Uh, My guest is John McDonald, uh, founder and CEO of The Good, which is a conversion rate optimization firm out in Portland, Oregon. Welcome, John. Hey, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of odd that uh, even though I think you'd agree um, firms and website owners don't uh, employ conversion rate optimization as much as they should, it's still pretty well understood what conversion rate optimization is, what landing page design is, um, and what uh, landing page testing is. Um, so I'd, I'd like to start out with uh, helping our listeners understand a couple other concepts that I think that are newer and, and, and coming on. Uh, one of them is personalization. So how, how would you define personalization in the context of uh, PPC, driving PPC traffic? Well, the first thing I always say about personalization is that it is very much like a graduate level course. And what I mean by that is that you need to have the basics down first um, before personalization can truly be effective. Now, that means that you are already collecting the right amount of data because personalization is all based on taking the clicks and movements, the actions that individuals take on your site and using that data to help tailor the website or the shopping experience more um, relevant to e-commerce around helping them accomplish the tasks that they're set out to do. Nice. Okay. So what's an example of that? Well, a good example is um, helping people with even just relevant products. You know, Amazon does this extremely well. They, they do personalization at scale that, that very few people can replicate. And that's been one of their success factors. But everybody can go and do um, recommended products. So, for instance, if you like X, you will also typically like Y. Or people who bought X also buy Y. That's a great, um, you know, intro to personalization and one of the first places that we always recommend starting. Gotcha. So, what what else can uh, uh, what what other kind of information uh, that the website owner can know about the visitor uh, can wind up personalizing the landing page or the or the process. Well, we can start really broad and get deeper from there. Uh, Starting broad, I would say you generally know based on an IP address, the country somebody's in, the language that they're likely going to want to have your site presented in. Mm -hmm. 
there you're gonna you can do some really easy stuff with that information um, you can use an IP address and get the weather for instance of where they're at currently right um, pretty simply um, so you know if it is uh, warm and 90 degrees and, and where that person is visiting from, you don't want to give them the winter jacket. You want right. to give them some summer clothes. Right. Um, so that's a great example of broad personalization. Um, as you dive a little deeper, a middle tier personalization might be um, refining the site as they're navigating through it. So if somebody is spending a lot of time looking at a particular product line, you can alter the site navigation or even the promotions you're showing on the site based on those product lines. So again, if somebody is looking at shorts and um, they're, you know, you might infer that they're in a warm climate area or going to a warm climate area and that they might also want short sleeve shirts as opposed to again, sending them winter clothes. Um, so you can, do that based on the actions that somebody is taking during that session uh, or, or that visit to your site. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Then you can even take a third deeper level, which is based on the actions that somebody who is giving you their information is taking. So you're tagging this to an individual across multiple sessions. Now, what I mean by that is somebody has made a purchase from you before giving you their information. You have their um, account or their browser cookied so you know that it's them and then next time they come back to your site you're not asking them necessarily to um, have to log in in order to see recommendations for them but at the same point you're not going to for instance run a promotion on a product that you've already sold them so you can really start to tailor the content the experience around them maybe you know that they are a female who um, prefers to buy a certain type of product. In the end, you would want to emphasize in the navigation, maybe your, your female product lines versus clothing for the male. Um, and you still have that other side of your site available, but it's just not as prominent in the navigation. Um, so there are some ways that you can tailor based on the individual too once you start collecting that type of information and uh, making sure that you are uh, utilizing it effectively. So I, I can easily see a future when um, websites are totally malleable and uh, present a different user interface or a different user experience uh, for, for every user for which the website knows uh, information about the user. Um, why aren't we seeing that more more frequently now? I mean, um, yeah, great question. So I would say the the first reason is because most brands are not collecting data. Okay. Right. So the first step to this is you have to be collecting the right data. You have to be tracking every click and movement that people take on your site in an aggregate fashion right? So there's no privacy concerns, but you do have to be collecting that information. And most brands aren't even taking that step. So then they can't make the larger, higher level recommendations because they don't have that aggregate information to even do that on. Gotcha. Are there, uh, are there platforms or tools that um, make pers uh, personalization uh, more straightforward or easier? 
Well, I would say that there's, uh, as this is becoming more and more popular, there are definitely a large range of tools out there. There are a few that um, I prefer and I see work really, really well. Some of those include um, platforms like Optimizely, okay. which is a um, AB testing platform at its root. Um, it was actually started and came out of the um, Obama um, campaign for presidential election. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, the team was his tech team that was doing testing on his email campaigns to start and his landing pages. And they built technology internally to be able to do that. And they decided to, when the campaign was over, to spin that out as its own technology because it was so successful. Wow. And now anyone can take advantage of that technology. Okay. Um, now, Optimizely is really aimed at more of the enterprise marketplace, but there are several other tools such as VWO or Visual Website Optimizer. Um, and those two tools are really, and I will say these are all kind of lumped into a group that are of tools that include A-B testing or multivariate testing. Now, the reason that they typically play together so well and they are adjacent is because of the fact that once you start collecting the data around A-B testing and or personalization, you can use that data with the other one. Meaning if you're running tests and you know that somebody has preferences based on the tests that you're running, you can start personalizing the site around that. And if you're collecting enough data to personalize, you now have a lot more data to segment people out and run testing on them. So you can continue to improve and optimize your site. So with all of that in mind, um, these platforms typically have uh, offer both of these services, personalization and A-B testing um, in the same tool set. Now, would you include Unbounce in that, in that group? Well, I, I don't know that I would include it that in that group. That's generally more for, in our point of view, for um, optimizing landing pages specifically and okay. building out landing pages, which is another set of tools. There's Unbounce, Instapage. Um, there's a handful of those that do a really good job of helping you get landing pages up. Now, a lot of those folks, at the same time, they do offer A-B testing or optimization within those platforms, but only for the landing pages that you're building with that tool. Ah, okay. And then um, they also do offer personalization to some degree, but there's only so much information that you can personalize on and it's going to be at that broader scale, like IP address, things of that sort, um, for a landing page because you're generally not collecting off of a landing page enough information the user's not giving you enough information like they would if they were actually completing a purchase on your site. Gotcha. Hey, listen, we need to break away for some very important sponsor messages. So, uh, John, can you hold on for a sec? Of course. And listeners, stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere the pursuit of ppc continues Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with John McDonald of The Good Conversion Rate Optimization Company. And we were talking about uh, conversion rate optimization, obviously, but uh, more specifically, personalization. Um, let's, let's talk about uh, a tool that uh, I'm surprised doesn't get much, much more airtime, and that is uh, Google's uh, Optimize. Um, it's my understanding that it kind of falls into the latter category that we were talking about, the one uh, mm-hmm. that is occupied by Unbounce, for example, where it's, the main utility is easy uh, landing page design and testing. But um, I'm, I think I recall, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Optimize also has some capabilities that would fall in the category of personalization. Yeah, actually, uh, we've been working pretty closely together with Google on the Optimize um, program. And I will tell you that I would actually recommend that it be put into the group that's up there with Optimizely and VWO. Oh, okay. Now, it is much easier of a tool to use than those two other tools, but that's by design. And it's also because it integrates so well with Google Analytics. Um, right. You can set goals up in Google Analytics and have those feed through to optimize and vice versa. And that's really where the benefit comes in. Um, but it really, it is mainly, or how we use it at the good, is to run A-B testing for customers who maybe have smaller sites. They're typically not doing that testing with through Optimize for like an enterprise level customer. But um, it does integrate extremely well with sites that maybe have a medium amount of traffic. And then you know, there's two versions of analytics. Uh, there's the free version, which the vast majority of folks and brands are on. And then there's what's called Analytics 360, which is a, a paid more enterprise offering. Um, gets you a few additional features and, and more robust data collection. 
But there's the same thing uh, with Optimize. Google Optimize is a free version and Google Optimize 360. And um, the nice thing that Google has done here is the vast majority of features are available in the free version. So they're really trying to enable a culture of testing Nice. with the folks that utilize them. And um, it's Google you know, is great at offering free tools for, for the general public. Um, and they've, they have continued that tradition with Optimize as well. And um, some of the listeners might be surprised to find that they have Optimize already. Uh, they just log into Google Analytics and then in the upper right-hand side, there's a... Uh, an icon that looks like four squares and uh, if you hover over it it says switch products if you click on it it says Google marketing platform and that's where you can you can access analytics data studio another great uh, tool optimize and tag manager and then uh, a group of other products that are are either coming up or paid products and that's one thing David that is even more helpful with with this as well um, since you mentioned like tag manager and the thing is is when you have tag manager analytics and optimize all working together you can do some extremely powerful things for for free wow this is blowing my mind a little bit um how about an example of what uh, optimize can do in the category of personalization well, what Optimize really is looking to do is help you to um, take, first of all, to have a culture of testing and run A-B tests or multivariate tests within your, your site. But then what they allow you to do very easily is use the demographic data that's coming from Google Analytics and launch a test into what they call a personalization. So you can run a test and any good A-B test is going to have segmentation. What I mean by that is for every 100 visitors that come to your site, there's a certain percentage that you want to have be opted into that test. But even as you start getting more robust with your testing, you're also only going to want to test certain segments, meaning people who fit uh, specific profiles as they visit your site. So uh, that could be people from the U.S. who, you know, meet certain criteria, for instance. Um, and you may want to show a different test to people coming from Europe, Asia, and whatnot. But the nice thing is, is that Google Analytics will give you some demographic data. It generally tells you different age groups. It tells you where people are coming from. Um, it will give you some of that information. The nice thing about all of that is that you can then do segmentation within Google Optimize and either run a test or decide to launch it as a personalization, um, which means uh, okay. you won't be collecting, there won't have as many variants right? Like you're right. not testing version A versus B versus C. Instead, you just want to show only that change to the people who meet that specific segmentation group. Gotcha. Um, let's see. This is a fascinating topic to me because as, as we both acknowledged, uh, personalization is so underutilized and uh, I, I, I keep, I keep um, becoming convinced that it's going to be uh, run of the mill in, in some number of years, maybe five years, maybe mm -hmm. two. 
But, I've been um, saying that for the past 10 years that yeah. <laughs> the good. And yeah. it still surprises me, David, that more and more people are not, um, aren't collecting the necessary data just to even be able to start doing personalization. And if you don't start collecting data today, it's still going to be six months, a year before you're really going to be able to do the aggregate high level of personalization that you that really can can have a profound effect. So if I had any point that I would want to drive home today, it's that you really should start drive, co- collecting the right data as soon as possible so that you can start doing um, personalization. And that's everything from even simply just doing annotations in your Google Analytics, making sure that when you run a campaign and you see a big spike that you've noted that in your analytics that you sent out an email campaign on this date. Because in six months, you're never going to remember what you sent out six months ago Mm -hmm. on a particular day. And the nice thing about that is that then you can go back and, and slice that data and say, okay, what segments did this perform well with? And you know, that's all gonna be in analytics. So at that point, then you can say, I want to run a personalization through Optimize that matches the demographics or the segmentation from the campaign I had a lot of success with last year. And I want to go back to those folks. So it opens up more possibilities of ways you can be using data and start helping you to make decisions around data. Gotcha. How would you suggest that uh, listeners get started with personalization, is it um, dive into Optimize, Google Optimize, or is there some other set of resources that um, could be used? Well, I think getting in and starting with experimentation is going to be your best bet. Mm-hmm. So instead of coming at it through the personalization angle, come at it through A-B testing. Okay. And the reason is, is that Again, I I started out by saying that personalization, I kind of think of it as a graduate level course. That's again, because people typically don't have the fundamental setup to do personalization or to even make personalization effective. Okay. So you could spend a lot of effort and a lot of money on tools that focus on personalization. But if your site already doesn't convert, it's not going to be really that helpful. Good point. Um, So really starting on A-B testing and just running conversion optimization first and getting rid of all of the large challenges that might exist is going to be your first best bet. And that can often take, you know, three to six months before you really hit, you know, cruising altitude on that. And that's again, why setting up the first thing we always do with new customers is we help set up a uh, very clear and uh, data collection plan with them. Where is the data stored? Is it part of the platform, Optimizely or Optimize or whatever tool is used? Well, there's really four different types of data that okay. we suggest people start collecting. Um, and so, and they're stored in different places, uh, naturally, but there are ways to integrate them. Okay. Uh, so the first is analytics data, right? You yeah. need to have the right analytics data. Again, that tagging, setting up events, so you know when people do different things and, and feeding that information back into event tracking. Um, and again, that's why things like Tag Manager can uh, really be a great mix there because it makes it easy to do those things um, and, and feed that information in. 
the second piece of data is heat maps, click maps, scroll maps, things that tell you how people are engaging with your site. So, um, you know, making sure that you are tracking every click and movement and again, in aggregate, so you're avoiding privacy concerns, but once you start tracking that data, you're going to have a much better understanding of what content people are engaging with. Gotcha. Then on top of that, um, really suggest brands do what's called user testing. And that is where you send people who match your ideal customer profile to your site and help people to, to clearly understand uh, or, or for you to clearly understand where they're having challenges yep. on the site. Um, hey, John, and- let me interrupt you for just for a second. We've got a break for uh, patron messages again. Um, let's pick up on that uh, when we come back in just a second. Listeners, stay right. with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back in the home stretch with John McDonald of The Good. Um, so, uh, John, we were talking about uh, data uh, that is uh, necessary or, re- or useful for uh, testing and personalization. Um, we left off with, well, you know where we left off. Why don't you pick up there? 
Yeah. So, well, we were talking a little bit about analytics data, then site usage in terms of interactivity around heat mapping and, and checking out effective content. Um, and I was talking a little bit about user testing, uh, which was the third one where uh, we want to send people who match an ideal customer profile to a site, ask them to complete tasks while we record their screen and their audio. And these folks are, are trained testers who are trained to talk out loud about what they're thinking and experiencing as they're going through the site. Gotcha. So with that in mind, we're able to understand what, what people are thinking as they're completing these tasks. And what that means is we're getting a objective opinion um, that is not so close to the brand, right? And sure. so that, that is extremely helpful. We collect hours and hours of that type of content and, and look for highlights, similarities, uh, why people are getting frustrated um, so that we can help eliminate those problems. Gotcha. Now, the fourth set of data is A-B testing. Okay. And, um, and so that's really, if you have the right data in place, you can start putting appropriate hypotheses together around what the challenges are and why they exist and potentially how you could resolve those. And from there, you're able to form a testing plan and talk about what to test on your site, where to test it, and when or in what order those tests should be ran. Gotcha. Hey, um, help our listeners with this. Uh, when is it appropriate for website owners to tackle uh, the type of uh, testing and personalization um, technical chores themselves and when is it appropriate when when should they reach out to an agency like yours well an agency is really going to want to engage with a brand who has as a bare minimum about 10,000 unique sessions or users to their site per month okay because anything under that it's going to be really hard to reach statistical significance on any of this type of data ah, okay gotcha so ideally uh, you would have you know more traffic than that but that's really about the minimum that you're going to find now anything below that you really should still be collecting the appropriate data right so yep. it's important that you're collecting that data from day one and you can still learn a lot from there. You're just going to have a hard time doing um, anything around statistical significance. So A-B testing, for instance, you'll still have heat map data. It may take a little longer for that to be produced to a point where it, it gives you some, some insights. But you can still do that. You can do user testing with zero traffic because you're sending those people to your site. Um, so you still have some options there. It really just needs to have enough um, of a uh, incoming traffic. And it doesn't matter the source, whether you're paying for that traffic or whether it's happening organically, but you still need to have enough traffic to truly be able to make a meaningful um, observation. Gotcha. Um, so basically the amount of traffic is important. What else... Uh, it really would separate a, uh, uh, a home brewed solution from one that uh, an agency could provide? Well, I think there needs to be enough return on investment available. So what I mean by that is you have to be selling enough revenue or enough products to have enough conversions where a 1% lift in that conversion is going to get you a good return on your investment. 
Gotcha. One of the things that we pride ourselves here on uh, at The Good is that we average about a nine to one return on investment. Nice. That means for every dollar a client spends with us, we get them about $9 in additional revenue from our services. And we're able to track that because everything we do is based on data. And so we're able to, to see the effectiveness of everything we do. But what my point here is that if you're generally selling under a million dollars a year in revenue, it becomes very hard for you to see the return on investment in working with an, a third party agency. Gotcha. Interesting. Hey, um, we're almost uh, coming to the, the end of the show here. I want to make sure the listeners know how to contact you. Yeah. So uh, the best place to go would be to our website at the good. That is the good.com T H E G O O D.com. And um, please uh, invite you to sign up for our insights email list. Uh, again, that's not sales content at all. It's all highly educational, well thought out content. Um, we have about a hundred thousand e-commerce roles signed up for that. So that's nice. been very successful. Um, and then feel free to email me directly. If you have any questions, I can be reached at John at the That's J O N with no H at the Sounds great. Hey, John, thank you for spending the time with us today. I really appreciate it. Um, I, uh, I hope we can have you on again at a time when, uh, user testing and personalization are you more ubiquitous and I hope you and I get to meet in, in, in person someday yeah great well thank you so much for having me I really enjoyed our conversation today same here John and listeners thanks for sticking with us come back in a couple of weeks for another episode of PPC Rockstars The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.